Hello and welcome to Making Mediumship the Norm, the podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Espinasi, known as New Zealand's Modern Medium, and I have been very privileged over the years to connect thousands of people to their loved ones in spirit, whether that be through one-on-one readings to my sellout Whispers from Above shows. I'm excited to be able to bring you this podcast where together we are going to be bringing mediumship into the everyday homes, the everyday hearts and everyday conversations. Whether you are here seeking solace after the loss of a loved one, needing guidance on your life's journey, or simply you have a curiosity to explore the mysteries of the universe, the Making Mediumship the Norm podcast is here to support you. My intention with each episode is to help you bridge the gap with life beyond this earth. So without further ado, let's tap in to today's episode. Hello Seekers, I am so excited and honored to introduce you to my special guest today, which is one of my beautiful soul sisters, Tammy McCann, who is phenomenal. And I am so excited to dive into a conversation where we're going to talk about how our loved ones in the spirit world can truly influence our life purpose, our soul's mission here on earth. So let's say hi to the beautiful Tammy. (laughs) Hi, everyone. Hi. (laughs) Tammy and I have known each other for a fair few years. I think you you first came to like one of my courses or something like that. And then we've been developing such a beautiful friendship ever since. And we have such similar stories that it's like kind of (laughs) crazy. there yeah I'm like oh my gosh I've experienced this too and and it's just goes to show how the universe gets it right every time and putting people on your path that are just gonna bring so much joy and growth and love into your life and you are one of those people for me so I feel truly like special and sharing you with everybody who tunes into the podcast So let's kind of take it back in 2015, one of the most important people in your life, your dad, passed away. Can you take us through that and what happened, what that was like? And because I like to cram in a thousand questions in one, uh, how did this impact the trajectory of where you are now? Wow, yes. I actually really love answering this question because his passing has created such an incredible trajectory for me in my life. So how it happened, we had known for a couple of years that dad was ill and that he didn't have long to go. And so I remember hearing that information and deciding there and then that I was going to make the most of my time with him. I spent almost every day talking with him, hearing stories, asking all the questions that I thought I or my kids um, could possibly ever have for him. And so we spent a couple of years of like just truly yummy soul conversation and just soul time together. And I do remember going through 
a few things as we all do in life close to his death. And I remember the very day that he passed, I was at my best friend's house and he called me with such aggravation and such annoyance. But the moment I told him where I was and who I was with, there was a peace that came over him and his energy. And he said to me that he would talk to me later. And I just knew there was something I knew that about that conversation and the shift in his energy. I knew that I had to speak to him one more time that day. So I got home, I called him and it just so happened that he was actually in an ambulance on his way to the hospital. He answered the call and it was a very brief conversation. And the last thing he said to me is, I love you. I will speak to you later. I know, right? Oh, so beautiful. Um, I can really feel it. I've even got goosebumps in my body as I tell you this. And I'm like um, crying. Just yeah. I know no one can see the visual and I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I, it's one of the greatest gifts is of having that last conversation. And I knew that moment that I hung up the call that um, that, that was the last time I was going to speak to him. So then when I got the call that night, in the middle of the night, I knew that it was that dad had passed. And there's a lot more in that. I am one of dad's children. I have brothers and I have a sister and I got to be the one who spoke to him last. So for me, that was a really incredible gift. And the trajectory that set me on, first of all, of course, you know, there's dealing with all the grief and I was, of course, as you could imagine, as most of us are, when we lose the most important person in our lives that has been there for the longest time as well, and I fell apart. And kind of also derived from. Yes, yes. He got me, he got my jokes, he got my, definitely my sense of humour. We laughed a hell of a lot um, together. And we would actually be that like daily dose of giggles and fun and not taking ourselves seriously. And, you know, we, um, we always joke, we've never really grown up. (laughs) And, um, and that was sort of, you know, in the, in the hard times, that was um, incredible to have a partner like that um, in, in my father. But, Yeah, I fell apart like a taco. I literally just fell completely apart. And it was in those depths. One day in a lift, I met an incredible woman who happened to be pregnant with twins with one toddler at home. She is an Aussie and we connected over that. She then went on to tell me that she was training to be a coach and asked me if I could actually be her guinea pig. And that was the moment where I thought, first of all, yay, an Aussie. So I was very excited to get to know her because of where I was at and the, you know, feeling like I was in the depths of, my gosh, the depths of such darkness and such grief. Having someone there that is an Aussie that I felt like might get my personality and my culture was already a ray of light Um, but then during this coaching session that she'd offered me within the first few minutes I knew there and then that that is exactly what I needed to do with my life because I realized 
one of the things that my dad had left this world feeling was that he didn't know his own value and that he didn't know the impact that he had on others in life. And his impact was far beyond anything I could even describe to you. It was the way that people felt in his presence and they felt so at home. They felt so loved and um he was human, don't get me wrong, but this was one of his superpowers. And I know I have that. I have some of these qualities. And so I set out to be someone who cheered for others, to raise others up. And it was during one of my trainings um, that I remember so clearly, it was really about what is your purpose? What are you really here for? And in that moment, I just knew that I was here to empower others, to not leave any words unsaid, any stone unturned, to not leave this world feeling like they could have done so much more, to love the shit out of anyone that comes in my path and of course starting with myself and to make it my mission that everybody who is in my life knows how much they are valued and appreciated and who they are to me and so that's what my dad's death actually brought into my life and that's the trajectory he set me on which is incredible and I feel so full of purpose as a result and yes it is to play out and live what my dad didn't get to live but it part of actually coming to terms with him and his passing was the realization and the understanding that he was meant to leave me then he was not meant to leave me later or earlier he was meant to leave me right then and there in the, that moment so that I could go on this trajectory that I am now and that is the greatest gift that he's given me he literally is the ray of light in my life and I hold that every single day and I'm grateful for that every single day. Oh, I love that so much. And, I mean, you know me, you know my mission. Uh, you're all about, you know, spreading the word of what I do and making mediumship the norm. And I always say, always, it's never changed, that our loved ones in their passing propel our awakening and to me it really feels like your dad's passing kind of shook that dormant part of you that's like hey let's get a perspective shift that we're actually here to empower people to help people remember who they are and the gifts and power and the value that they also get to add in this world and so your dad's legacy gets to live on not only in your family and the next generation that you know you've also created but also in all the clients around the world that you get to serve with your beautiful coaching business and I, I will, will dive into it I just want to ask you like a few more questions first about dad and how you feel he plays a part in who you are now with him in the spirit world guiding you. 
Mm, that's a really great question. What I love about that is in the beginning, I didn't realize just how much he was guiding me. And I love that there are so many people in the world who have experienced something similar. We hope to connect with our loved ones in spirit in some ways. We hope for signs. We hope for that conversation with them that we would normally have. We hope that they'll give us the answers or the advice or the laughs or the love or whatever it is that we hope for, but we hope for some more of that. And so in answer to your question, how he has is he is actually really by him showing up in my life, by him in the spirit world, giving me the messages and the signs. For example, I remember one day I I was searching for advice and I thought to myself, you know, after moving from uh, New York to New Zealand, I was so unsure if dad was still with me. You know, I, I felt like he was still giving me the same advice and and he's very cheeky in the way that he does it. Like he's always been, his love language is definitely humor and laughter. And so, like I said, he, he's been very cheeky. And so this particular day I was looking for advice and um the question I asked him was, you know, am I actually really meant to be here? Because when you move to a new country, there are doubts, right? We, we have doubts. And there was just some things that made me feel like perhaps I wasn't. Was I wrong to come here, even though I knew so strongly we should? Anyway, so that evening, I went along to um, a friend of a friend's party, unbeknownst to myself, we were dancing and having a really great time. And then all of a sudden, the song that my dad would always play and dance to with me as a child came on. And the first time I thought, oh, hey, dad. And then it happened again and again and again. It must have happened about 12 times. I kid you not that evening. And at some point I went to the DJ and I said, how is this song playing? Like, I've, is it on the radio? Is this a replay? And they said to me, actually, it's a radio. We keep changing the radio stations. And this song just keeps coming on and on and on. Now, let me tell you what the song is. It's Brown Eyed Girl by Van Morrison. And it is, I'm getting emotional. It's okay. It is my dad's song. I know when I hear that song, he's here. He's showing me what he always did when that song played to have fun with life, to trust myself, to love myself, to feel his love, to feel in my power, to feel that, yes, he's there, but I have all the answers and I'm being loved and supported when I hear that. And so that's the gift that he's given me is that trust in the signs that I'm seeing, the path that I'm taking, the trust that I'm building in Things that we can't see, but we just know in the core of who we are in our soul. And yeah, and so that is how he has impacted the trajectory in that space. I um, want to circle back. You said something that was so cute. And I'm like, oh, I wonder if this is something people wonder. Because you said that you moved from New York to New Zealand and you wondered if your dad was still with you. And I'm sure people go, if I move countries, if I like sell the house or whatever, are they still going to be with me? And it's like, 
I'm like, that's so cute because we have to remember they're not physical, they're etheric, and it really doesn't matter where in the world you are, they'll always be with you. And that's the beauty of it. I mean, I have clients in different parts of the world, yet I'm able to communicate with their loved ones, even though I'm in New Zealand and they're in whatever other country or you know, when I'm doing my shows and you've been to a few of my Whispers from Above shows and it's like the person passed in another country and I'm still connecting with them. So I just wanted to like bring a sideline to anyone that's listening and wondering that question. It's like, it doesn't matter where you are. If you're going on holiday, they're going with you. Like you don't need to stay physically in that environment for them to be there or for you to be able to connect with them so I just wanted to bring that because I thought that was so cute and I love that he was really adamant on his <laughs> message to you because brown eyed girl is actually not a popular song in New Zealand like it's not something that just gets played on the radio frequently so that was a pretty wild <laughs> that yeah. like on lots of different radio stations because that is not really a common song unless it's like you're at someone's birthday party and it's like DJ play the brown eyed girl song so I love that yeah. and I know that he still is a very much a big part of your life and he is a living breathing influence in your business because you're coaching practice is called ray of light do you want to tell us why it's called ray of light oh my gosh yes i do um and thank you for asking that actually not a lot of people do ask and it is a piece that means so very much so my dad's name is ray and when i was deciding on the name I did go I wanted to include him like I wanted to bring him on this journey with me I wanted him and his name to be part of it because in the spirit realm you know I know that um the things that I do actually the the yeah the thing the way that I live my life is paying homage to him and and what he wasn't able to finish in the, the flesh in this world. So that was part of it. The other part of it was, as I looked back over my life, I kept thinking and wondering, like, who else has impacted my life? Who are the people? Like, what have I gone through? What is my journey? And and what have I always had within me? And what if, and who are these people who have impacted? And what I realized was that I always felt like there was this tiny little knowing within me sometimes tiny sometimes big and strong and um, quite powerful knowing that I couldn't necessarily explain I just knew that there were certain things that I had to do and once I followed them then I realized why only afterwards right and so that little that little piece of knowing is part of it. And I call that my light because it literally did give me the hope, the light, in that darkness, in those depths of despair or depths of, like I said, falling apart or in the darkness, I felt like there was a light inside of me. And I also felt that these people who have influenced my life and who were there to 
shine their light um, when I couldn't find mine or perhaps mine wasn't as bright as it should be, right? Um, that they were my ray of light, that they were the people who showed me the love and the kindness and the support that I didn't have or I didn't, wasn't capable of. They were the people who raised me up. And so ray of light is born from these people, these experiences and from within myself. I've got goosebumps even just telling you this because it truly means so very much to me and I live it and I breathe it and I am it to other people, um, not just in, in what I do as a soul coach, but the people who cross my path. Um, I am a beacon um, of light and I am a shelter from the storm and a safe space for people to love themselves and be all of who they are and see who they are and who they're meant to be in this lifetime. And you truly are, like I can absolutely vouch for that. You are a ray of light. So you are someone, I don't often meet many people like myself and I'm like, oh, I feel like you would be my twin. <laughs> we, we're so similar in the sense like we love fashion and we love uh we're big foodies you and I together and like we just have so many similar things and it's so cool to have someone like yourself in my life that can also be a beacon for me because most of the time I'm a beacon for so many people like I have hundreds or thousands of people that I empower and inspire and hold every single day in the work that I do. Sometimes I also need somebody to kind of go, hey, Melissa, don't forget your own light. Don't forget your own magic. And you're often that person for me. So I really thank you for your heart and your love and for really loving me for who I am. And I know it's something that I have found really challenging because a lot of people come into my life because of what I can do for them. And our friendship is just so genuine. There's no like hidden agenda with that. And so I feel your dad really brought us together. He's the one that really solidified our friendship. And one of the things that really stands out for me that I was able to do for you was a spirit hug from your dad at one mm -hmm. of my shows. And mm -hmm. I feel like that was the thing that kind of took us to the next level. Do you want to maybe explain how that experience was for you? Oh, wow. Yeah. How was that experience for me? It was, and I have to be honest, at first there was a little bit of doubt, a little bit of fear, a little bit of expectation, you know, all of the things, right? Because when we want so much to give that person another hug or because to me as well, um, something that you know already is I am such a hugger, like I love hugs so very I'm much, friend. right? Like hugs are so special to me, right? And so one of the thoughts was, you know, in hugging you or, or having a spirit hug from my dad, I didn't want it to replace my memory and the feelings of the hugs that I had with him in, in the flesh, in this body. 
And actually, when when you hugged me, when I got this spirit hug, I really, I, it was like a transportation back to that moment where I did hug my dad for the last time. <laughs> this is a, oh, these are happy tears. This is a moving kind of tears. Um, I feel moved by this. Um, I literally felt like I was there and transported to that moment. And I felt him. I smelt him. I felt all of the love um, that he always gave me in those hugs. And I really did feel like he was there. I knew he was there. It, it left no doubt that he was there. And so, yeah, it was a really incredible thing to experience. And I think the greatest thing that I did for myself in that moment was just trust, trust in what you do and trust in myself that I was there because I was supposed to experience it because that, again, as you said, you know, dad brings so many people into my life, into my path that I'm meant to meet. And sometimes they're there for a season or a reason or a lifetime, right? But they're all there for a purpose. And um, and so I had to trust in that. I trust that he knew what I needed in that moment. And ah, yeah, it was awesome. And in full transparency, I think at that point, I didn't even know you had a dad in spirit. I think when I asked you, who do you want a spirit hug from? You were like my dad. And I was like, well, you have a dad in spirit. Like I, I didn't even know that that was a thing. So it's not like I could, you know, research it or whatever. And what I love about spirit hugs is this is an example of physical mediumship. So most mediumship that happens is mental mediumship where we are communicating with from mind to mind, or actually let's, it's not even mind to mind. It's from consciousness to consciousness, even though we feel it in our bodies through the different senses, it's still mental mediumship. And so for me in bringing mediumship to the forefront, I want to really help people experience the fullness of mediumship and that's why I do the spirit hugs and they're an example of physical mediumship where I can't even like explain it you you can't fake energy that's what I love about it is you you feel it every hug is so different every sensation every oh, I'm like transported to them I just I it's like I'm not even there well I am but I'm like letting it all kind of happen and it's just such a beautiful phenomena to be able to share and I remember after we'd done the hug dad was like blah, 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 <laughs> like wanting to tell you all these things and I was like so blown away I was like oh my gosh how did I not even know this about you and I feel he was eyeing up this moment for so long and I feel really honored that he chose me as the medium to be able to pass that on for you. And I feel, you know, since then, your business and your, well, I'm not going to pin it just on that moment, but, you know, since then, I have seen you grow so much and evolving so much in what you do. And now you're the soul coach and you help so many people around the world. And 
I know you've told me that you pick up the loved ones of your clients sometimes or, you know, so kind of tell us what, what happens in one of your sessions and, and how do you manage that? Yeah, I love that you've asked that because it happens often. And when it first started happening through my coaching sessions, I didn't quite even know what to do. And so, of course, you know, we all grow in what we do. So sometimes when I'm with clients, so let me start by saying, you know, um, soul coaching and life coaching are similar in the sense of, you know, it is about where do you want to go and uh, where are you now and what is the gap and, and someone who can like mentor and guide you and help you to discover yourself and set goals and overcome obstacles. But as soul coach is about like growing spiritually and emotionally and being more of a holistic approach to where you want to go and being an accountability partner. And, and like we've talked about before, like this safe space, this confidential safe space that is, it's almost like at times when you're speaking to your best friend and there's so much that's unpacked. And you may have this issue of like, maybe it's your colleagues at work that are annoying you and you don't know how to move beyond it. Um, but we have this really, really depth conversation from a soul level where not only do you, the person feel seen and heard, but your soul, you are able to see and feel what your soul is really calling for in those moments. And so people don't necessarily realize that that's what's happening in my sessions. And this is how it started is I knew that I was seeing more of a soul level and at times I would hear things in my mind and I would then offer it to a client. I would say, oh, you know, um, I don't know why, but I, I feel the need to say to you, buckle up, buster. And I've had in the past a client say to me, oh my gosh, do you know, my aunt used to say that to me when I was a kid and I've actually been trying to connect with her and they would then start to talk in that space. And that's when I started to realize more and more that it wasn't just about me intuitively saying these things. It was actually that I was channeling and hearing the messages from loved ones. I only ever offer these things to people I know are receptive to the information. Or I might say, would it be okay if I share something? It probably sounds a little bit crazy, but is it okay if I share something? And I remember in one of my sessions, I said to someone, I'm seeing these orbs on the wall behind you. And I see them separately first, and then I'm seeing them merge into each other. And um, it's quite, it's distracting me. So I just needed to tell you that. And um, this woman said to me, oh, actually, my grandma passed away recently. And I wanted to know if her and my grandpa had actually found each other. I know I've got goosebumps even telling you this. <gasps> and I, so oh, my heart. <laughs> right. And you'll sit like that. <laughs> right. And so what we then do is we then go into a space of okay looking at what did you come here for today what was the 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 part that your soul was wanting to be coached on in this moment and what what information is in that that your loved one wants you to know and then we get back into the coaching part but your loved ones using me as a vessel and a and a channel and a way of giving you the advice 
but also empowering you with what you already know. Often, right, often we already know that we have everything inside of us in that we need in order to move forward or move toward whatever goal. And if we don't know the goal, um, sometimes some of the things that our, our loved ones or our spirit team tell us helps us to see, to be open to seeing um, what is there. And so, um, yeah, that's some of how it, it um it shows up and I do also have clients who you know like to use oracle cards or crystals and I use them in a very different way um what I do is the coaching session and then we'll pull an oracle card or we'll um, I'll ask them to choose a crystal with their eyes closed just with their hand hovering over and they'll pull out a crystal and we'll see what that crystal is really you know is for what what it does and usually it anchors exactly what they've discovered and uncovered in their session and that comes from a soul level this is stuff I cannot plan I cannot plant it's really incredible in how it helps people to discover self feel more confident to move out into the world living more in the light and the unapologetic ownership of who they are and what their soul has come here to do and be. And there's no more hiding that part of them that is wanting to dabble in, you know, these connections with spirit. And um, there's more ownership in, in themselves once they leave here, which is the most exciting part or one of the most exciting parts. Yeah. I, I love that so much because there are so many people who walk this earth, who want to have a connection with themselves and with spirit. And I really believe, and I mean, I don't believe things anymore, but just in, just to put it in, in a human sense, if we don't have a connection with the spirit realm, I don't really feel we can have a connection with ourselves mm -hmm. because we are spirit and we're only in these human bodies for a, a temporary moment of time. And then we return back to source. We become spirit and, and soul and consciousness again. I mean, we don't stop being that in these human bodies. And I feel like so sad for people who never get to experience connecting to their loved ones in spirit or their religious belief kind of makes this stuff something that it really isn't or their society's viewpoint on what mediumship is. And, and I love that you brought in the point that when the loved ones come through, they're here to guide them and empower them because mm. that is what the spirit realm is here to do and yeah. not here to scare us. Though I know like someone like your dad who might have a funny sense of humor might like to, <laughs> you know, slam a door or something yeah. um, but they're here to truly help us make the most out of these lives that we get to have in, in these physical bodies and I love that someone like yourself who doesn't necessarily call themselves a medium gets to empower everyday people have these connections or to feel like it's okay to explore these connections because mm -hmm. they really are the homecoming. I always say your loved ones are the key to 
the rest of the universe. Like when you understand how to communicate with your loved ones in the spirit realm, then everything in the universe opens up to you. And it's so beautiful. They are the key to it all. They bring us to that homecoming of self. And you are a classic example, Tammy, of using grief, using the passing of a loved one to go inward into that discovery. And you didn't, I'm sure you did, but you didn't dwell in the grief for the rest of your life and be miserable that dad isn't Mm. here. Like you used it, you you allowed it to propel you to uncover who you truly are if you strip it all away. And that was why your dad passed when he did and why he hasn't passed like now because then you wouldn't, oh, I was going to say it's nearly a decade. You would have just been flapping about not being this incredible light in this world. So I love that. Yeah. And I do describe it, like I truly do describe it as a, you know, this life, if we are disconnected from that soul and that spiritual, that energy, spiritual side of ourselves, then we're disconnected from our whole self, right? I feel like this life and this lifetime is a spiritual journey of returning home to self and owning all of who we are and seeing all of who we are and living from a place of wholeness and all of ourselves and not the segmented parts that we um, have been conditioned to live through and so I love that you've um, yeah that you described it in in that way too because it really is a spiritual journey and um, I feel really really grateful that I had this opportunity that I had such an incredibly loving father in that in that sense and um, yeah I mean you know his human his humanness um, was still present but in spirit it is so much more amplified and has really given me so much unapologetic confidence and love yeah it's just my greatest treasure and your dad does have quite a twisted sense of humor because at one of my most recent shows (laughs) you're bringing through these birds and I'm like for anyone who knows me knows that I'm like petrified of birds I'm petrified of like beaks because in a past life I was hung and I was like mostly dead but not like fully dead and the vultures picked at me and it's like bird beaks I just oh my god oh my gosh I just I'm already freaking out about it and he kept bringing through not just one bird but like a whole bunch of birds and I was like oh my god who who owns these birds that particular reading was so interesting because your dad came through and then something led to someone else in the room and then it sprung back to your dad and then it went to someone else in the room and then it was like sprung back to your dad and it was like this web of spirit you know loved ones and spirit trying to communicate through the one essence and I was like I don't even, I can't even keep up with what's going on. So we'll just tell dad at the next show, no more birds, right? (laughs) Um, But you are someone who, of course, has such a good understanding of the spirit realm and, and how it all works. And so for you, I feel you're able to navigate the loss of presence physically of your dad, 
because you have a beautiful relationship with him in the spirit realm. Can you talk into the space of if someone is going through the loss of a loved one right now and struggling, like something you did to be able to get you to this point of accepting it and being really open to the next stage of the relationship we get to have with our loved ones in spirit? Hmm. I love this. It brings to mind what would Dolly do and um, <laughs> why that's like into- Dolly Parton or yes. like, okay. <laughs> what, what popped into my mind was, you know, this like, you know, what would Tammy do? And I think, you know, that is really it. Like what would your loved one in spirit do or want you to do or be saying to you right now? And I think when we ask ourselves that question, because, you know, our loved ones do want to be with us. They do want to be there for us. They want to continue our relationship. They want to keep loving us in spirit. And so when we do ask ourselves that question, like what would our loved one do? Like, and often we know this loved one so well and so much that we know exactly how they'll answer. And if they, if they don't, if you don't know how they answer, they would answer. What happens is they'll give us the signs as to what that answer is. And so I would say also to look out for those signs and trust yourself when you do see those signs, because often our loved ones feel like they have to spam us with signs because we're not trusting in what they're giving us. And that was one of the things in the depths of my darkness was, you know, I started running actually to just like, kind of just get my head around or like I felt like I was literally running away from something I like I just needed to get out the anger and the sadness and the grief and through that um, there were so many signs that came to me through that you know I think start to trust yourself start to trust in the relationship and trust the signs and ask what would they do what would they say what advice would they give you? Because you know them and they know you know them. That's what I would say. I love how you say that because um, your dad was spamming you with brown eyed girls. So Yes. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he was laughing so oh, hard. <laughs> I bet he was. Oh, my gorgeous Tammy, it is such an honor and pleasure to always have time with you. And I'm going to link in how people can connect with you at, of course, your Ray of Light coaching. But where do you hang out more? Is it like Facebook? Is it Instagram? Like where's the best place for people to connect with you? Yeah, uh, you can find me um, on TikTok at Ray of Light coaching. uh, Also on Facebook. Yes. I I know. (laughs) I'm, I'm a TikToker. (laughs) <laughs> so happy you're so cool yeah yeah thanks to my kids yeah and on, and on my website um they're probably the three places um I do have a physical uh office at the moment but um who knows who knows where life will take me and wherever you are in the world of course I can connect with you so what I get everybody to kind of do is to see us off as for you to share a beautiful message to your dad, or if you want to give a collective message to your loved ones in the spirit world, it's like the floor is yours. And that's kind of how we say goodbye. So thank you for sharing 
how your dad impacts you and empowers you and the incredible difference you get to make in the world from his guidance and love for you. So I love you. The floor is yours, my love. Yay. (laughs) I love having the floor too. So thank you. What I would say to them or what I want to say to them is thank you so much for choosing me. And I see why you chose me. And I'm so grateful and honored to be the light for others, to use the love, the guidance, the belief in me and my path to help raise consciousness of humanity, to help others to believe in themselves, to believe in the messages they're receiving from their loved ones, and to literally, unapologetically stand more and more in the light as me, Tammy, as a collective, bringing people along for this wild and crazy journey and for bringing humanity into the light. It is an absolute honour to walk this path, to be this ray of light for those who can't find theirs. Thank you. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. I want to express my utmost gratitude for having you joining me on this journey in making mediumship the norm. As we together continue to explore the depths of the spiritual realm, I ask if you could please leave a five-star review for the podcast. Your feedback and your ratings not only brighten up my day, but they also help others to discover the podcast so we can truly bring mediumship into the everyday homes and conversations. And if you're ready to dive in deeper and want to work with me and see what possibilities await you, I encourage you to book in a reading with me or to check out the Soul Love Academy. Thank you so much for being part of this incredible journey in making mediumship the norm. I can't wait to connect with you in the next episode. Until then, remember that you are a gift to the world. Together we awaken, together we align, and together we ascend. Love always, Melissa Espinasi. Mwah!